Hi, I'm Brandon. And I'm Megan. For years, we were stuck in a rut, always complaining that nothing ever changed for us. And then we realized, if we wanted to improve our lives, we had to put in the work. Each week on this podcast, we'll get into an aspect of personal growth, relationships, or just life. Through our own experiences and guest interviews, we hope to inspire you to make your own positive changes. Welcome Welcome to to the the Fools in Love Podcast. Podcast. Hey guys, I think it's time we talk about morning routines. A little over a year ago, I committed to waking up at 5 a.m. instead of 6, and it made a huge difference in my life. So much so that somewhere along the way, 5 became 4.30, and as we talk today, I wake up at 4 a.m. Monday through Friday, and I also wake up at 4.30 a.m. on the weekends. That's right, and I like to think that it's because I rubbed off on you a little bit, because I've been waking up at 4 a.m., Around the same time, I'd say we adopted the idea of coming around a morning routine. And really, we're going to get into a lot of the reasons why we did that. But I know a lot of people out there are going to be thinking we're crazy. Yep, they sure are. But before you call us crazy and quit listening to this podcast, we need you to know that waking up early is honestly one of the best ways we prepare ourselves for the day. And trust us, we got two kids. Daily craziness is there. Even if you don't have kids, I know there's plenty of days where you just seem a little off all day. Like you just can't get ahead. Like you're already thinking you're behind. We all never have the time, right? And so morning routine is the easiest way to kind of look into that. And it's an easy place to grab onto and find and reclaim some of that time that you need. Absolutely. And guys, listen, we get it. 4 a.m. is like super early and it's probably not for everyone. But what if you just started out waking up a little bit earlier than you currently do? What if you traded in waking up when your kids were screaming at you or when the alarm goes off for just waking up to the silence and solace of the dark, cozy, quiet home? That's right. And that's one of the reasons we decided to try it. So if you find yourself wanting to try the morning routine, we'd strongly encourage it because like we said, it's helped us reclaim our life, reclaim our day, and just realign our chi and start out on the right foot. So if you find yourself wanting to try it, know, like Megan was saying, that it's a progression, right? So you're not going to go from waking up at you know eight, nine, or whenever the snooze finally annoys you enough, you're going to start out slowly and build into where you actually want to be. Yeah, that's actually our first idea about how to best start this process. If you slowly get up earlier, then you're going to have an easier time. So personally, I think it's a good goal to get up an hour before you normally would. So that might mean an hour before your kids get up if you have kids. That might just mean an hour before you usually do to get a head start on your day, have a little bit of extra time, not wake up, having to get out the door. But once you decide if that's your goal too, you can take baby steps to get there. If you start waking up just 15 minutes earlier a week until you get to the point where you're waking up at your new wake time, then you're going to feel really good about that. And it's not going to be so crazy and such a shock to your system when all of a sudden you're like, oh, gee, here I am waking up at 4 a.m. No, no, no. Go slow. Take the time to just wake up 10 or 15 minutes earlier every single week and you'll eventually get to where you need to be. And the reason we recommend going so slowly instead of just doing that whole shock to the system thing and starting out with a bang is that we think it sticks better. If tomorrow you start telling yourself you're going to wake up at 5 a.m. and you currently wake up at 6 or 7, well, that might only last a day or two before you're going to give up on yourself. 
Oh, it's so true. Real talk, because it, it does take your body some time to respond. And honestly, I'd say a couple things like you're going to be surprised at how quickly it does respond once you commit to doing this. But also you have to understand that, like Megan was just saying, you're not going to just all of a sudden turn it back, waking up an hour early and feeling great about it right away. I mean, it's going to take some time for your body to respond. And I'll say when I first started waking up at 4 a.m., I cheated a lot. I mean, I hit the snooze clock like it was my J-O-B, and it didn't help at all. It actually is about the worst thing you could possibly do to hit the snooze button. Science would tell you that psychologically, you're telling yourself that you don't want to wake up and start the day, and you're actually setting yourself up for a really long day. So a word of caution, though. When I started actually waking up at 4 a.m. and found how amazing it was and how amazing I felt and how helpful it was, I decided to push that envelope. I thought, hey, if I can wake up at 4 a.m., why can't it be 3.45? Like we said, progressions of 15 minutes. Well, big mistake because I found myself falling asleep on the couch, falling asleep in our kid's bedroom floor, basically anywhere by 7 p.m. at night, you would find me asleep. So you need yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So you got to be realistic and understand that what your body is telling you. But also know that it isn't an instant feel better story. It's hard at first and it's hard a lot of days still. I mean, you will get used to it, but it does take some time to get used to it. I think even Meg would say too, I mean, it's there's plenty of times where it still is just really really tough. Like we have hard days, we have times where it's uh, difficult and there's just plenty of days where it's just still really hard to do it, but you understand the benefits and it just makes a huge difference. That's exactly where I was going to go to. I was like, absolutely. It's hard. It feels hard a lot of the time. But when I think about how much I get out of my mornings now that I do get up so early, I just, when I don't get up that early, I almost feel like I'm missing out on some special time that I had. So the next thing that is really important if you're going to try to do your morning routine is to just map out your mornings. And it sounds really simple and it is, but you do need to figure out what do you want to use your time for? Like, are you going to wake up and work out? Are you going to do it? Are you going to start your day with a devotional and prayer time? Are you going to do some work in the mornings? Coffee and complete and utter silence. Um, yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> Decide what you really want out of your morning routine. And that's going to help shape where you go as you build up those 15 minute increments. So again, if you know that the number one thing you're going to do is use the time for a workout, then when you wake up 15 minutes earlier, just start working out for 15 minutes. Like if that's the time that you have right now, then, then use that for what is the most important in the first part of your day and then slowly build from there. And look, I mean, it seems obvious. Like even as Meg's talking, I'm like, well, yeah, I mean, most people I believe would think that's obvious, but the issue is we don't plan it out. And just like anything else, if you don't plan it out, what's the likelihood that you're actually going to do it? But if you make a plan, if you make a commitment to yourself and you say, this is what I'm going to do. And we do this honestly for all of our routine, not just our morning routine, but we plan out our weeks every week because we know that when we don't plan, it doesn't happen. And I saw the same trend with my morning routine. The first few weeks I was doing it, I felt really good about the fact that I was doing it. But when I looked back and actually cataloged what I was doing and what I was accomplishing, I actually wasn't doing that great. It didn't really make me feel very good because I felt like, man, I'm committing. I, I'm, I'm making the effort to get up. Why is it that I'm not really getting there? And it was because of this exact thing. 
I wasn't thinking ahead and thinking, what am I going to do? I was waiting till 4 a.m. with my groggy, non-caffeinated, no coffee brain (laughs) and trying to think of it in the morning. And it was like, until I locked into mapping it out each day, then it didn't really become clear what I should be doing. And I felt a little bit lost. Like I felt like I was just kind of waffling there. And it's like, I'm here. This is cool. But then a lot of times I would go out of the room and I would go out onto our couch. I would spend the first 10 minutes and I feel really good. But then I had another like 40 minutes, 50 minutes of time and I didn't really know what to do. And then I almost felt like I was just wasting my time when I knew there was plenty of things that I should be doing, but without a map, without a plan, it didn't happen. Right. So listen, there will be people that tell you that working out in the morning is the best thing that you can do. And that's what you should do with your time. It has to be what you want to do. Like for instance, neither Brandon nor I work out in the morning. It's just not what we use our time for. And that's okay because we fit it in at the end of our day. But let me tell you what I do with my mornings. Before the kids even get up. I have showered. I have done my prayer time, my devotional time. I have started working. I've usually gotten on my phone and played around a little bit. Like I've I've started drinking my coffee. I just have a really good sense of peace about my morning. And I feel like I've already done so much by the time my our two-year-old even cries out for the first time. And that's a really good feeling. And that's why I start my day with so much less anxiety and stress because I've kind of set myself up for this this amazing thing where I've got a handle on the day before the day even really has started. Yeah, that's amazing. And and really, when we're talking about preparing for the day, it, it really can be very simple. I mean, like Megan was saying, if you want to work out and you know you're going to work out in the morning, it's not really what we do. But laying out your stuff is what you want to do. Set it out. Be intentional at how you're setting yourself up. Because trust me, when you wake up, at least initially too, if you, if you aren't intentional, it's just not going to happen. Like if you get up and you're like, oh man, I was supposed to work out, but, and your brain is a very powerful thing and we all can convince ourselves of anything. So if you think of any reason, trust me at 4am, it's even stronger than any other point in the day. If you can think of any reason not to do it, you're going to not do it. But if you get up and you see, man, I was intentional last night. I set my stuff out over there on, on our dresser Ah, I really need to get this workout in or say it's not a workout because that's not really what me and Meg do. And we'll talk a little bit more about our specific routines at the end of this, but say it's just spend some time with God. Well, gather up your Bible, a pen, a prayer journal, a devotional, whatever you need and put it out in a place every day, the same place and make sure you're being intentional about what you're trying to do. And actually one little tip for those of you who will be working out in the morning. I have friends who seriously sleep in their next day's workout attire just because they're that ridiculous that they're like, I know that I might cheat and I might not do it if I don't sleep in these clothes. So I'm going to sleep in my workout clothes so that all I have to do seriously is put shoes on in the morning. And that will be the trigger for them to go do it. Right. And it could be as simple as like, we're talking about being productive, but it could be as simple as just having that time, that, that, you time. Like coffee for us without the kids, aka just some hot coffee. That's incredible to me. Even if you're not a parent, just like having some time away from your spouse, away from your partner, just a time for you. And I think it's so difficult to find that time for you. We always feel a little bit guilty, don't we? Because it's like, well, if it's me time, then it's selfish time. Mm -hmm. When self-care is never selfish, by the way, But being intentional about setting that time up for you because like this is how you're really navigating your whole day. It can be from this point. 
And you can plant your feet and set a really strong foundation for your whole day, or you can waffle from the start and have it be just chaos all day. And that's how a lot of us live. And if you're being honest with yourself, that's probably a lot like a lot of your days are. And trust me, it can still happen. We still have plenty of days that are crazy no matter what we do. But I'd rather set my foundation. I actually have to laugh as I'm saying that because I think about the commercial. I don't even know what commercial it is, but it's like it's some orange juice company. It might be Tropicana, but they're like, they show the person's whole day and they're like, well, I got a ticket. I was late to work. My boss yelled at me, but hey, I had my Tropicana in the morning, you know, or whatever. <laughs> like, but it's like, it's that. It's that simple. It's like being intentional from the start. But so what does that look like? I mean, if you're going to have your coffee in the morning, me and Meg both love our coffee. We are coffee snobs and we are admittedly so. The first step is admitting it. <laughs> <laughs> so you want to make sure your beans are ground if you're grinding your beans to set out your favorite coffee cup. I mean, the more you prepare, the more invested that you'll actually be when you get up and when that morning arrives. Yeah. And another thing, just just a word of caution is when you wake up this early, it's going to be very tempting to just stay in bed, which will lead you to fall asleep. So we're going to encourage you right now to get out of bed when you wake up. Now, that doesn't mean you have to stay out of bed, but it does mean you have to put your two feet on the floor, get out of bed and help your body wake up for a minute before you settle into wherever your next spot is going to be. Yeah. And that's exactly where I was. Like when I first started doing this, I did not get out of bed. I would stay in bed for my whole morning routine. And it just seems simpler that way, right? Like the the alarm goes off. I stay laying in bed. It's still comfortable. You know, I kind of eased into it. I already told you I cheated when I first started on this, but I would stay in bed and, and it simply didn't work because you know what would happen? Many days I'd find myself falling back asleep and forgetting honestly anything that I accomplished, anything that I thought of because I was half awake (laughs) and I'm using the quotes with my hand, even though I know you can't see it, (laughs) but this half awake thing doesn't allow you to get the full benefit. And trust me, I mean, if your house doesn't have space, like we live in a smaller ranch style house. So if you don't have the space and you have to stay in your room, say you don't want to disturb others in your house, say you feel like your room is the most comfortable place to be, then your room's fine. But just make sure you sit up and consciously make yourself wake up to start your day on the right foot. The next thing is to just not let one late wake-up day derail you. So we kind of hinted at this, but you're going to have those mornings that you hit the snooze a few too many times. You're going to have times that you flat out won't get up early. You just kind of need to accept that things will come up. You have to accept that the babies won't sleep. And sometimes you're going to need more rest. That's okay. Just don't use it as an excuse to never get up early again. I think so often we use this whole like, well, I messed up once. I'm just going to fail at life forever kind of a mentality. We see that all the time with people who are dieting and they have like, you know, they cheat and eat a whole pizza or whatever. And then that's it. They just can't possibly get back on the wagon because they've already messed up. No, we don't have to do that. One morning, one pizza, whatever the one thing is, doesn't need doesn't need to be that you've now failed at life and you can't start back up. Have your late morning, have your late week of mornings, whatever it's going to be, and then start doing it again. Yeah, that's right. And I mean, it happens a lot to us with working out too. Like I think about like there's plenty of days where I should run and I just don't do it for whatever reason. And again, that doesn't mean that I don't run for the rest of my life. It means I messed up, own it, give yourself some grace, move on. It happens a lot to us, honestly. Like our son is two and he still wakes up very early a lot of the time. And I mean earlier than 4 a.m. And in those moments, you just have to abandon what you were 
doing and throw that day out the window. And not the day, by the way. He means that morning routine. Right. Yeah. Throw that morning out the window. But even if some days happen like that, know that most days don't. And you'll quickly see the benefit of getting up early. And I know for me, if I have an overly tough week or some additional challenges, I may just give myself a pass in the morning. And that's okay sometimes too. But I'll tell you, most of the times, I feel bad for skipping out because I I honestly know how much productivity I am missing out on and I almost feel behind the rest of the day or like I'm playing catch up because I took that chance to not do it. Right. And honestly, right now we are in a season where we kind of have gotten off the weekend wake up thing because we've just been dealing with a lot, quite honestly. And sometimes it just feels good to sleep till six. We're not going to sleep past six because our kids won't allow that. But for the past like two weekends, we've been using the weekends to get some extra sleep. And that's okay, too. It doesn't mean we're going to do it forever. And it doesn't, by the way, you don't have to do what we're doing. If you only want to wake up early on the weekdays and you're always going to sleep in on the weekend, that's cool, too. Like, we're not telling you how to do your morning routine by any means. We're just saying what we do and that we've derailed from it temporarily right now just because of what's going on in our world and our life and our home and our work. Right. And I know for me, like when we first started out doing this, I thought, well, you know, I'll only do it certain days. I'll only do it certain days. And it's a lot more difficult. I don't know, like, if it's, you know, a brain thing or if it's just a me thing, but when I don't fully commit to it, then it seems like it's a lot harder to start, right? Because then you're like, well, you just come up with a million reasons why you're not going to do it that day. Well, it's Arbor Day. Well, it's whatever. Well, it's this. Well, it's that. And we're saying, obviously, it does happen. I mean, we were just very honest with the fact that it can happen. But I would caution like saying, well, on the weekend, I'm just going to do whatever. Or on, you know, certain weekdays, I'm just going to do whatever. Because that weekend becomes then like, well, is Friday the weekend? I think so. And then like it's very easy to fall in that trend. So like just just basically, like Megan said, that's how we do it. But understand that like you just need to clarify it in your own brain and be committed to yourself and what you decide. So say you decide that sleeping in on the weekend is, is what you're going to do. That's fine. But then don't let that bleed into what else you're doing as well. Like if you have a rough week, then don't miss out on that whole week. And that's really what we're trying to hone in on here. Don't let the one bad day derail you because it will happen. We all live in this world. Trust me, it will happen. But be honest with yourself. Dust yourself off. Pick yourself up. Keep it going because you will see the benefit of this. Okay. And just... Real quick, because I think that it helps to see how someone else does certain things. I'm just going to share my early morning routine with you guys so that you can kind of just see how I built it. So 4 4 a.m., my alarm goes off. I'll get up out of bed between 4 and 4.10. At 4.10, I'm in the shower. I start doing my hair. By 4.30, I'm doing my devotional, my prayer, my gratitude journal. And then at 5 o'clock, I start blog work or podcast work until our son Maverick calls me. And, you know, usually I hope that that's going to be about 5.30 or 5.45. It varies. Sometimes I can get him to sleep till 6.15. And other times, like Brandon said, it's like 3.45. So you never really know. But lately, it seems like we've gotten to a pretty good groove where it's 5.45 or 6.15, somewhere in there. So I do get a lot of work done in that time. So I can definitely knock out a blog post or an episode or start working on some captions for Instagram, doing some sort of productive thing to help us along. And then by, you know, like I said, like that 5.45 or so time frame, our sun is up and kind of the rest of the morning starts. And that's when we're getting ready as a family to get out the door. 
Right. And I just want to say here again, I mean, we touched on this a little bit earlier, but like just being intentional on what you're going to do, because like me and Megan would find ourselves like, honestly, like it was great to have that morning time and it was great to kind of set yourself up. But we had to be honest with ourselves, like not even that long ago that like we could be even more productive with that time. And we just weren't because it's very easy to be like, well, you know, I did this. I did that. Like I did my devotional. Oh, cool. Okay. I did my 20 minute run in the morning or I did my morning workout. So I check that box and I move on, but you have additional time there to use. So don't feel like, well, I've done this. So now I'm good. And that's like a struggle with any kind of routine that you have because you're like, you check boxes. If you're anything like us, you check boxes and you say, okay, I've accomplished that. And then you move on. When really, like, if you have an hour of time, 30 minutes of time, 20 minutes of time, like, use that whole time. Like, find something to do. Because I know, like, when I first started, I did spend a lot of time in the morning with prayer. I spent a lot of time in the morning with gratitude. But then when I got done, I spent a lot of time just sitting out in the silence, which isn't always bad. But I found that, like, if I threw in some stuff for the podcast, if I threw in some stuff for work, I could get more done that's there because like the rest of the day, again, I I feel like the world's coming at me every other time of the day. And the reason I love the morning so much is because that's time for me. It's time for me to be being myself and I. There is nothing in the way. And I don't know how all you feel, but I feel like by the time I step out into this world, by the time my kids need me, by the time I get to work and people, my, my employees need me, your phone is constantly alerting you. Like you are nonstop on hold, like on someone else's time frame, the rest of the day. So if you can claim the morning for yourself, please do this. And the other thing I'll say too, since I just mentioned it, is leave your phone in the room. Mm, leave yes, your phone away. Because that thing is set up to constantly alert you, ding you, provoke you into picking it up. It is an addiction machine. I love it much like anyone else, but that thing will distract you like no other. And you will find yourself watching not one TikTok video, but 10 because you picked it up and decided to look at it. Leave that in your room. I don't even, I don't even check my email or check a text message until well after the first hour of being awake. Well after. I don't even pick it up in the morning. Yep. And I would say too, if you're, because I, I hear some of your voices right now, so I'm just going to say it. So I've said it. If you're taking notes, if you're taking, putting gratitude, if you're doing any of those things, if you're reading from your phone, switch how you're doing it. Don't do it from your phone. Mm-hmm. Don't do it from your phone. Actually, it, it's proven that if you write something down, it actually is more likely to stick. Like not, I, And I know that's hard in our, our society right now because all we want to do is click, click, click. But if you actually write something down, it sticks. I've actually found that that's helped me because I used to put a lot of things in my notes, either by verbal, like um, rec- voice recording memos, yeah. voice memos, or just or just typing it out. But I've found that like the phone ends up being way more a distraction than it needs to be. So that's just a word to the wise: leave your phone out of it. Find a way to do it without your phone. Trust me, we lived how many years of our lives without our phone? We can find a way. It is possible. And really, if you're, you got to be honest with what you're really trying to do. If you're really trying to see the benefit of this, then you'll try some of these things and, and heed our advice. But next, really just to, to switch gears here, why bother even waking up so early? We want to like talk about the benefits that we see. And again, we believe that you will see by adopting some of these behaviors 
and see them very quickly, honestly. Right. And even though we've already briefly touched on this, we definitely have more time to ourselves these days. When we wake up early, we just have this opportunity to both kind of coexist in silence. We don't even talk to each other. We don't even act like each other exists. And not because we don't love each other, but just because we're just trying to give each other the space to have this wonderful gift that we, I mean, we truly believe it's a gift. We really do believe that being able to have this time, this, this silent, reflective, peaceful time is just one of the good, it's just a good gift we can give each other. So we respect that. And we don't try to, you know, talk about crazy things in the morning. We don't even, I mean, we might say hello, but we don't try to get into topics of conversation by any means. We just kind of let each other be. Right. And one of the, one of the biggest benefits I can see in it, it's extremely pertinent right now is just less stress and anxiety. I think right now with the coronavirus, with all the stuff that we're all dealing with, with constantly being inundated with information and a lot of negativity and just like a lot of stress. And a lot of people are just have anxiety and, and angst of just the time we live in. When you wake up early and you start your day off peacefully, and for us, that means no kids, remember? And trust me, it's peaceful. <laughs> but even if you don't have kids, I already talked about the whole world coming at you with all kinds of information. This time is for you. And when you have that time, when you have that time to plan, when you have that time to think, and I mean quiet, uninterrupted time, you're going to see that that little bit of prep is reducing your stress level by about a million points. Because for me, I've found myself a lot of times, especially right now with all the stuff going on, I'm buying into it and I'm becoming like inundated with it. And I want, I want to be aware, like I don't get me wrong. I want y'all to be aware about what's going on, but don't let it like bring your whole spirit down because there's certain things you can control. And there's also certain things you can't control. Now, one of the things you can control is doing this morning routine, which is why we want to do this episode now. Because we know a lot of y'all are at home or stressed or anxious. And this is one of the things you can control. But understand there's a lot of things you can't control, which is going to lead to a lot of stress and anxiety if you allow it to. So grab that little bit of peace while you can. Absolutely. And you also might have the benefit like we do that you're just more productive. I know for me and and I believe for Brandon a lot of the times, even though he, he does a little bit better at night than I do, but... I believe that we're both more inclined to do better work earlier in the morning. So sometimes I think I'm able to get more done between 4 and 5.30 in the morning than I could accomplish in four hours at any other time of the day because there's just no distractions and disruptions. There's just a clear mind for me. I function better, like I said. I don't have to worry about bedtime and getting up the next morning. There's, there's nothing in my way standing in my way. So I just have the ability to be more productive and also more creative. So I can really focus on my me time first and then work second. But all of that is productive because all of that is turning me into the person that I want to be. It's setting me up for a better, a better day. It's setting me up for a better mindset. It's setting me up to be a better wife and a better worker and a better mother and all the things that I want to be just because I'm able to start my day off on the right foot rather than waking up at the alarm when I'm all freaked out and my kids are screaming at me and there's 19 things to do. I've eliminated all that just, be, just by waking up early. I love that. I love that. And it actually reminded me, like me and Megan a few weeks ago now had gone to a conference and one of the conference speakers was, he took a little survey of the crowd and he was just saying, where do you do your best thinking? 
And so he took a survey, like, you know, like, is it like, and people were, he's like, just shout it out, shout it out. So people were like in the shower, on a run, in the morning, like people were shouting out a bunch of stuff. He goes, you know, what's crazy about all of what you guys said? None of it said work. None of it said like when <laughs> sitting you sitting at my desk, <laughs> right? None of it said sitting at your desk. None of it said when you were in like the busyness of your day, which is ultimately like what you're paid to do. You're paid to have those best thoughts and, and, and energy in the middle of the day. But like, we're all surrounded by all this craziness. So like Megan was just saying, and she said, it's so great. I love it is like, that's your time. So claim your time, all of us. And I know I hear from a lot of you, like it's always a time thing always, but this is your time. This is your time. So you need to start thinking about what your perfect morning would look like. Start thinking about all the things you'll tell everyone you just don't have the time for. And combine some of those things together and think about how you can make up some of your morning routine. Right. And here's some things that you could add. You could add exercise. You could add a prayer. You could add devotional and Bible study time, a hot shower, a hot cup of coffee. You could drink a full cup of water because guess what's going to happen once your day starts? You're not going to. could work on your gratitude journal, your affirmations, your meditation. You could journal. You could work. You could prepare for your day. And if you're going to prepare for your day during your quiet time, quiet morning routine, then keep this one at the end, this preparing for your day, so that you can enjoy your first moments quietly, not running around your house. Yeah, and obviously you're going to have to pick and choose here too because, again, we don't want you to get stressed out just on the more to-do lists, right? That's what we're trying to avoid. You're trying to set yourself up. So an hour is a lot of time for a couple things. And it's not nearly enough time for five to ten things. Like We're not saying go through this whole list and we would never want you to. And again, if your routine's going to be 15 minutes to start, then you might find that you only have time for one thing. But no matter how you build up your morning, once you set up the habits, you'll feel ready to take on your days just a little bit more. And you're going to start your day off on the right foot, whatever that looks like for you. So this week, we want to challenge you. We want to challenge you to set your alarm for 15 minutes earlier. We want to challenge you to to pick one thing, just one thing of the things we discussed or something that you come up with on your own that you're going to do in those 15 minutes. Just stick to it for the whole week. Just let us know how you feel after the week because our guess is that it's going to feel really good to have one thing off your list before your day would have ever even started. And if you do that, please DM us. We want to be your cheerleader. We want to help you through it. And we know what a difference it'll make because it's made such an infinite difference to us. Have a great week, guys. Hey, B, what did you think of that episode? I think it was pretty dang good. Well, what should someone do if they enjoyed these last 30 minutes? They should probably head over and leave us a review so we can reach more people. They definitely should. Guys, if you like the Fools in Love podcast, please go follow us over on Instagram at Fools in Love podcast. We'd love to connect with you and learn more about what you'd like to hear.